Time for today's Spotlight, and our guest on the program today is Jolene Foss. Jolene is the Executive Director of Wright County's Economic Development Partnership, and to the best of my knowledge, anyway, a first-time uh, visit for uh, Jolene on our Spotlight program. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having me on today. It's our pleasure, and uh, I understand you are recently took over as Executive Director, correct? That's correct. On June 1st, it was my first day here with the partnership. Uh, some of you may remember Dwayne Northhagen, who had led this organization for a number of years, and he was able to retire this summer. So I'm honored to be able to come into to this great place and help out this county. Sounds great. Well, we appreciate you uh, coming on. We've got a lot of things to cover here today, but I know you want to kind of go over the just sort of the uh, role that the Economic Development Partnership plays in Ryan County and and some of the things that the organization does. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. The partnership's been around for about 27 years. It's a nonprofit organization that is a member organization, so we have about 70 members. The members include the cities within the county, uh, township, and then private investment. So uh, it's great to have many partners throughout the county that support the partnership. And then we work hand-in-hand with the county to um, support businesses and promote businesses so we have a revolving loan fund that we work on, uh, low-interest loans for small businesses, for startups or expansion. We work on business retention and expansion, so we want to always reach out to our large employers and our great manufacturers and see what we can do to help support them. And uh, we also have a great focus on the workforce in our community. So we want to help uh, young people and people in transition to be well-trained and skilled to fill the jobs that are uh, open and available right here in, in Wright County. I know that the uh, EDP had a hand in, you know, bringing a lot of different businesses and um, companies, um, industry, things like that to Wright County over, as you say, almost 30 years. So um, a lot of successes already. I feel like I'm very honored that I could come into such a strong organization that is supported so well by the community that surrounds it. It's great to see that kind of a partnership, and it's not its not the model you see everywhere, but I think it's working really well here in Wright County. Uh, and I know that Dwayne Northhagen had a, a leading role in getting together a couple of other additional programs that the partnership is administrating. So the um, CEO program, that stands for Creating Entrepreneurial Opportunities, and that's in partnership with Wright Tech Center here uh, in Buffalo. And then uh, the Workforce Pathways Initiative, which was a, a, another... Uh, cooperative effort throughout the community uh, to provide a tool and a place for job seekers and employers to get the information they needed so that we could find out where these jobs are available, what skill or trade will be needed, and how we can train individuals to, to fill those places because we know there's a workforce workforce shortage. We definitely want to be supporting our large manufacturers and our heaviest employers in the county. It's always a major part of what is needed. You know, it's kind of a, a two-way street. You, you like to get the uh, companies to expand or start up or uh, relocate to our area, but uh, in order to do that, you have to have the workforce available too. And so that's kind of a little bit of the EDP's role is to sort of be a go-between there. Yeah, absolutely. There is a balancing act to be had there. And uh, it's not always easy, but I think having an organization at least looking to try and be a facilitator and, and have the conversations with the higher education facilities, our high schools, our career centers, 
and to have that conversation top of mind so that we can really be educating our young people and our people in transition about the opportunities here. That's why the CEO class has been so uh, excellent. That run right out of the Wright Tech Center in Buffalo, and they take high school students from the eight-member districts and allow them to participate in a class here in Buffalo at Wright Tech where they uh, learn how to start their own business. They tour local companies to find out firsthand what goes into running a business, they get uh, mentored by local business owners, and they write a business plan, and uh, they get support to start their own business through the CEO program. So the Right Tech CEO program is running up and running this year. Uh, it's a bit modified because of the distance learning component, but we do have a facilitator on hand, and we've got mentors lined up and investors, so we're really excited that we can uh, bring this program to about, I think there's 16 or 18 students from Wright County that will be participating this year. Jolene Foss, our guest, Executive Director with the Wright County Economic Development Partnership. Uh, give me a chance to talk a little bit about, uh, it's no secret, that we've been certainly touching on this, uh, talking about it for, you know, literally decades, the fact that Wright County is in a little bit of a unique uh, position as kind of like an outer ring uh, county of the metro area that um, has seen a lot of success with um, businesses either branching out this way or, um, you know, a lot of it has to do with uh, transportation availability and, and as we talked about, workforce and um, uh, space availability. A lot of uh, cities uh, in our area have the you know, space available as far as their industrial sites or uh, locations, places for business to locate. Yes, absolutely. Wright County is a real gem. I mean, there is room for expansion and there are growth. There's growth available throughout the small communities. And, and then we see some of the larger communities within the county just growing in leaps and bounds. And it's very exciting. I think that Wright County is perfectly positioned to handle the growth that is occurring already. We know that it's one of the fastest growing counties in the state. And that's something to be very proud of. I think that, you know, we know that when things grow, if they're managed and there's a thoughtful organization there looking at how can we grow responsibly. And um, we can really do wonderful things here already. We're seeing uh, great successes, and although we know the uh, coronavirus was difficult and it has really impacted a lot of our businesses, we have still seen success stories. So I think it's important for us to remember that there are successes even in the midst of this pandemic and that we should be proud of the, of the resiliency of our businesses that are managing to stay above, uh, stay above the water and, and keep on treading. Well, and of course, one program that hopes to help with some of that is the uh, the CARES Act that uh, the federal government passed recently. Kind of some of the premise for our conversation today, because it was uh, recently announced, uh, the uh, CARES Act funding and how it's going to be administered for uh, Wright County. Now, a lot of the individual towns or cities, uh, you know, have their own additional programs, but uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about kind of the county-wide program. Absolutely. You're, you're correct in that the uh, cities and townships within the county receive their own portions of CARES funding. And some of them are using them to pay their COVID expenses. Some of them have created a grant program for the cities, for the businesses within that city. But Wright County and the Wright County Economic Development Partnership have come together, and we're creating a grant opportunity 
countywide. Uh, the partnership will be administrating this grant. It's a total of up to $20,000 in grant funds if you can show that you had a loss as a direct result of the coronavirus. If you have 50 or less employees, you are um, up to date on your property taxes and you have an active status with the Secretary of State, uh, then we would like for you to go to our website and take a look on September 10th through October 8th. We will have a grant application available on a link. So we're going to do it all electronically to save ourselves some paper and some trees. We ask the small businesses to take a look at the eligibility guidelines, fill out the application, and then the partnership will have a review committee. And we're going to take a look at these individual applications and really see how we can best support our small businesses and our nonprofit organizations throughout the county. And the amount uh, allocated, again, Jolene, is how much? It could be up to $20,000 if the business is able to show that they have a loss. And um, if they have already applied for other grants or funds, that does not exclude them from applying for this one. The only thing we are being very thoughtful about is that we would not ask that anybody does any what you call double dipping. If they've already claimed that loss or expense on another application, then they wouldn't, we wouldn't want them to claim it a second time. So if they can show that they have enough loss of revenue or expenses as a result of COVID and that it was um, not anticipated for, then they should apply for this grant and we'll take a look and see if we can help support their business. And there aren't any uh, regulations or restrictions as far as what types of, uh, there might be a few restrictions as far as what types of businesses, but generally it's, um, you know, any for-profit business. Is that right? Yes. Now, there are some uh, ineligible applicants. And so we were trying to really think about how we can support the small businesses within the county. And we recognize that some large corporate chains, multi-state chains, um, those would not qualify for the grant at this time. There are some other ineligible applicants, so things like um, utility companies, residential rental properties, uh, insurance agencies, and financial advisors. We are not uh, going to, those are not going to be eligible for this grant program. When we talk about the nonprofit portion of the grant program, we also will not be allowing religious organizations that do not have a social services component. So, just any religious organization wouldn't qualify, but if they have a social services component, maybe they're providing a senior dining, um, a Head Start program, a food shelf, they would qualify as uh, an individual that could apply for the grant. And outside of that, then it can be the businesses can be retail or they can be um, uh, production or industry type uh, businesses would all be eligible then. Right. As long as they're 50 or less employees, that they can show that there was a loss of revenue from uh, quarter two of 2019 to quarter two of 2020. They have to have a physical commercial location right inside of Wright County. And again, like I said, they have to have an active filing with the Secretary of State. Yeah, and a lot of, uh, you know, we talked quite a bit on the uh, the positive uh, nature of what's going on long term or the, the, you know, the big picture stuff here in Wright County. But as you mentioned, uh, there's no question that uh, a lot of our businesses, like many in the states, um, have really taken a hit here during these last several months. 
It is difficult. I think nobody could have predicted that uh, virus was going to impact us this way and that it was going to be such a long-term event. Um, unfortunately, of course, we can't predict when it will be over either. So um, I guess the thing that I would suggest is that we really show support to our local businesses, try to buy locally, uh, try to uh, make connections and interact with your local business owners. Um, and if you are a manufacturer or you're in production, try to uh, locate materials and products uh, from within our county and try to support the other large manufacturers if you can. Um, this CARES funds grant that is becoming available hopefully will help get some of our small businesses over the hump that this year has presented. And we know that there were additional costs for personal protective equipment, uh, signage, converting areas to uh, accommodate for more people in uh, larger spaces, maybe computer hardware, software to make uh, business transactions go more smoothly. Those are the things that we are hopeful that this grant will help cover the costs of and be able to bring our small businesses back to a place where they feel confident that they can remain and keep their doors open. And just to be clear, these are grants, not loans. The, uh, the, the other part of this that I think some businesses participated in early was more of a, uh, a loan-type program, whereas this is a grant. Am I right in that? That is correct, yes. Mm-hmm. The county and the partnership did create a, a loan program earlier in the summer before we knew that these funds were going to be available. So this is not a loan. This is a grant. Uh, the county talked about creating a forgivable loan and then having some follow-up in a year. But we realized that that um, it would not be cost-effective and it would be difficult to to follow up in a year from now. So instead of making it a forgivable loan, they've chose to go ahead and create the grant. And I hope that this will really help out the small businesses. And I really encourage small businesses to apply, even if they're not certain if they meet all of the standards, to apply anyway and let us take a look at your personal application and find out if we can help you out. Talk a little bit again, if you would, Jolene, about the application process. I'm assuming there must be kind of a uniform uh, application that uh, all uh, companies have to fill out, uh, but, you know, there may be some things that are specific to certain businesses. Right. Well, it's interesting because you, you may or may not be aware that there wasn't a lot of guidance given from the state or the federal government as far as how to uh, use these funds in, in the most successful way. So many counties and cities had to work together to create something that would uh, cover all the bases. Now, I worked closely with a few of our neighboring counties and looked at the application processes that they were going through, and we came up with the decision to do ours all electronically. So there'll be a link. You'll go to the rightpartnership.org website between September 10th and October 8th you'll see a link to apply for the CARES grant. You'll either choose the small business or the nonprofit application. And then once you fill out the application online, it will come to us. We have a review committee that will be reviewing. Uh, We will be reviewing the applications from September 11th until October 16th. And then we um, are hopeful that we will be able to pay out the grant the last two weeks of October because there's another caveat, and that's that we need to have these businesses who receive the grants spend the grant money right away, and they need to give us an expenditure report back to the county by November 13th because the county has to report how these funds were spent, and then uh, any unused funds will have to be returned to the Department of Treasury. So we're very hopeful that we can get these grant monies out 
and, and get these awarded very quickly and get the money spent at these businesses before November 15th. And examples of, of uh, outlay for whatever grant monies are allowed, would it be to for a business to catch up on various things, uh, you know, various bills they have outstanding, things like that? Or Absolutely. Yeah. You can count payroll costs. You can count utility payments, rent or mortgage payments, payments to uh, for sanitation and disinfection, uh, costs incurred regarding personal protection equipment, computer software and hardware, modifications to your um, converting an area, indoor modifications or outdoor to um, make the space more social distance guidelines, and then also signage. There's a number of different things these expenses can be used for as long as uh, you can show that it was not already budgeted for, which most people had no plans to (laughs) be spending their money this way. So a lot of businesses will qualify for this grant. Right. Yeah, I think there's a a general feeling of uh, frustration that turns uh, sometimes to, uh, you know, various emotions come into play Mm -hmm. there too, but uh, largely because of the fact that you know, as you say, and a lot of people have said, you know, it's it's nothing that any particular business uh, has done. All of a sudden, it's just uh, kind of universal, um, at worst, catastrophe, and at best, um, you know, a real struggle. I agree. I think that any any person, whether you're a business owner or an employee or a resident, no matter what, we are all struggling to manage the feelings that come along with this kind of a pandemic. And oftentimes our entrepreneurs and our business leaders are people who have remained optimistic and they stay very positive and they're great role models. And even those people are feeling the effects of this. Um, I, I would encourage everybody to take care of themselves, to be gentle with themselves, take care of their physical health and their mental health, take care of their friends and families and just try to remain positive because it is a difficult time. Um, you know, recently on NPR they talked about the mental health and depression rates have risen. Of course, I think that is, would be expected. But I think if we're all gentle and kind to each other, we show our support that we can help each other get through this difficult time and uh, try to minimize the damage that's being done. Very well said. Explain, if you would, again, Jolene, before we go about uh, the window of uh, opportunity here to uh, apply for uh, businesses, and uh, just a, a brief thumbnail of, of who is eligible. Absolutely. So, again, we're marketing this program this week and next week, and on September 10th, a week from today, the applications will be open. You will go to rightpartnership.org, find the link to apply. You can apply from September 10th through October 8th. Then we'll be reviewing applications, and we hope to be paying out on these grants before November 1st. So the second two weeks in October, we should be able to do payout. Um, again, any business that is uh, 50 or less employees has a physical location within Wright County and um, is active has active filing with Secretary of State, should apply for these grant funds um, uh, as long as they have expenses related to the coronavirus. And I would be happy to reach out. Hopefully we will have a great response. We've got a review team on standby to look at these applications, and uh, we're going to do everything we can to support our Wright County businesses. Great. And uh, is it all on all online, correct? Where do they go That's for that? That's right, right, rightpartnership.org to take a look at the uh, guidelines. 
Okay. And then uh, from that, if they have, uh, if they take a look at it and have any questions, then they give you a call or email or what's the best? Absolutely. Certainly. They can reach out to me. My email is joleneff at rightpartnership.org. They can call our office. Now, one interesting thing is the partnership had been officing out of Wright Hennepin Electric Co-op in Rockford for many, many years. But as a result of the pandemic, like most people, we had to adjust and uh, realign ourselves because that building was closed to the public. So we're now officing temporarily out of the Wright Tech Center in Buffalo. If you call our regular number, which is the uh, 763-477-3086, it will go into a voice message system. It'll come back to me as a form of an email. Then I'll probably call you directly from my cell phone. So the number still is 763-477-3086. Website is rightpartnership.org. All right. Jolene Foss, Executive Director with the Wright County Economic Development Partnership. We uh, certainly appreciate all the information. Nice to talk to you. Hopefully one of these days when this is all settled down, we can have you in studio as we get back to uh, uh, an in-studio version of our Spotlight program. But in the meantime, we uh, appreciate all the info and anything that we can do or if we need... uh, to clarify anything or have another spotlight session, we're happy to do that. That sounds fantastic. Thank you, Tim. And actually, a sneak peek, I was invited by Joe to meet with you guys next Thursday on site at Flippin' Bills. Oh, and so the day our application's open, I'll come back on and remind all our listeners to, to come online. Sounds great. We'll uh, hear, you, hear more from you then. Excellent. Uh, nice to talk with you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Jolene Foss, our guest today on Spotlight, Executive Director with the Wright County Economic Development Partnership. And again, uh, if you have any questions, uh, certainly you can go online. Uh, Otherwise, uh, for more clarification, 763-477-3086. That number rolls over to a different one, and Jolene will get that information and then um, give a call to uh, anybody that uh, needs further clarification on that. Interesting program, and hopefully it's one that will uh, help a number of our Wright County area businesses to uh, hopefully take advantage of uh, at least a portion of the uh, CARES Act funding. That is our spotlight for you for today on KRWC.